This is episode 274 of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, I have a quick question for you before we dive in, and that is, what are you waiting for in your business? Are you waiting for sales? Are you waiting for new clients? Are you waiting for someone to hit the buy now button? Are you waiting for your list to grow? Because if you are, then there's one place I want you to start getting proactive with today. And I'm going to give you some ideas on how to make that happen. So if you're curious what you need to do, I will see you on the inside. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done for you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Fearless Launching Show. So this week... I'm going to talk about waiting, like waiting to do things. And I feel like waiting for outside circumstances, activities, results is probably the biggest mistake anyone can make when they're building their business. And I think as I always, I always think of humans in general, and I think yeah, we're all guilty of waiting sometimes, waiting for the right moment, waiting for things to happen, waiting for the right um, timing, the right result. And when you're running a business, you can't wait. So if you're waiting for the sale, waiting for your list to grow, waiting for, you know, not to say you're not doing some work, but then you wait, you do the work and then you wait. So waiting for someone to on your team to finish a project, waiting for la- your launch opening day, waiting for feedback, waiting for people to say, yes, I want to work with you, waiting for that clarity call person to show up on the call so that you can sell to them, waiting to do everything. And I, I feel like we all got to just stop waiting, right? Stop waiting. And I don't wait. I think, I think I've never waited. I don't have the waiting gene in me. I've always been someone who, for the most part, is proactive in most areas of my life. Of course, <laughs> I'm not perfect. And there's times when I wait for things to change and hope and pray they change. But the truth is, we need to stop waiting. So waiting leads to stagnancy in our biz. Stagn- I don't even know if that's a word, but waiting leads to programs that don't improve. Waiting gives our power away. Waiting makes it easy to blame others for things not working because, hey, they didn't tell us what they needed. So it's in, it's in our best interest in every area of our life to be proactive, to stop waiting. Now, one area, this is the one thing I wanted to talk about today, which there are these, and I'm going to take a term from a good friend who has a 
productivity, not a productivity, but like a journal, like a, I guess it is a goal setting journal. And in it, she has these domino tasks or these domino goals. Basically, the idea is that there are things in your business that if you work on those things, they will create a domino effect into other areas of your business. And so in this, in a similar way, the domino place where you can start not waiting is by the way you deal with feedback. So we need feedback in our business to improve our products, improve our marketing, to share proof with our audiences that what we're doing works and that what we're doing has value and and it helps us engage with our audience, helps them see themselves in that feedback. So there's a lot of different reasons and we need feedback. So it's not just, oh, it would be good if I had feedback so I can improve this. Yes, that's important. But you, you should probably be using those that feedback, and that can come in the form of a testimonial or a case study, in your actual marketing and on your sales pages and in your social media and all of that. But we wait, right? And so why do we wait? Because it's scary. We're afraid someone is going to say it sucks. We suck. And that they feel somehow cheated by the experience we gave them. Now, now what do we do? No one wants to hear that they have created something that has lots of holes. But that is why we wait. But when we stop waiting, there are so many amazing things that can happen. So even if you're afraid to get that feedback, which I have been in the past, and but if you've got a sense that you're not asking for feedback, then maybe there is something missing, right? So you find out that if you stop waiting, you find out that things need improving. Great. You find out, or you, maybe you find out that people loved your product or got this result you didn't even know existed. Um, you find out that maybe they need something else. You find out that this was exactly right for who, like where they were in their business and it brought them XYZ results. Or yeah, you find out that their business or life changed for the better. And you stay relevant by being able to share new testimonials, new feedback to others who aren't your customers yet. So let's talk about feedback specifically and how to gather it, gather the kind of feedback that you can actually share, because I think that is important, um, but it isn't the only thing, of course. And I did a little post over on IG about this, so you can go check that out. It's just about shifting to be proactive, seeking feedback that you can share with others. Because like I said, you know, let's just before we dive into the ways that we can actually gather that type of feedback, the stuff that we can share with others, the other side effects of getting feedback, like don't you want to know if your course needs improvement before you spend years working on it? Don't you want to know if you've changed someone's life or had a surprise result? Yes. Yeah, I would say yes, because all of that is valuable information for you and stuff that you can actually use to bring other people, other similar people into your program, your who can buy your products and who can work with you. So imagine for a second, I'm laying this on thick because I really want you to get this. 
and really feel this. Like imagine for a second, you don't ask. You're like, ooh, I'm a little bit nervous. And then years go by. You keep trying to sell the same programs, the same coaching services, whatever. And it and it's not making, you know, you're doing okay, but it's not making the sales you want. You've spent time, energy, and money promoting a program, maybe that no one really wants as much as you want to sell it. And so like you're stuck, super confused. You have no idea if anybody wants it. And maybe they actually do, and it just needs one or two tweaks. So let's talk about this because I think A, getting feedback is important and there are ways to get the feedback even if you're just launching something for the first time, okay? And to give other people a sense of your process and its value, okay? So here are, let's see, three ways that I like to go about getting feedback that I can specifically share with other people. First of all, I ha- I'm proactive. I do reach out even to past customers. It doesn't know. Just this week, I talked to someone who was in the very first fearless launching because, and actually the first three years, I was talking to people who were in it back in 2012. So those people are still part of our community and now they're helping me with something else, right? Okay, so be proactive and just ask people. doesn't matter how much time has passed. Second thing, spotlight yourself. So in terms of testimonials and case studies, doing a case study on yourself. Look at yourself as your best case study, the first case study, what you learned, why you discovered the process, what you, what your results were. This can be incredibly powerful. Next, okay, so fine, you've spotlighted yourself a little bit. What about just finding three people who can you can walk through the process. It doesn't have to be the full-fledged course. You're not necessarily giving your coaching away for free. You're looking for validation of the process or approach that you have. And so one thing I'm doing for one specific several-part process is I've asked three people to really, like I'm not going to get on the phone with them every single week for like three hours. We're going to be on once a week. 30 minutes, I'm going to go through the process, then they're going to implement, then we're going to check in the next week, and we're going to keep doing it until the process has gone through so that I can know for a fact that it works for them. So test your process. This is what beta programs are for. You can do something a little bit more built out. I've done that as well. I'm going to post uh, links to the past episodes I've done about beta programs. So if you, that's something you want to try out, you want to just create a program or help founding members created with you, that is an amazing process as well. And then the third thing I want to recommend you do is find character witnesses. Okay, so that sounds kind of weird, right? But get this, people are working with you. Let's if you've been in business for a while, or even if you haven't been in business for a while, but you have helped people whether they've paid you or not. And that's actually even more of a reason why they're going to want to do it. Because if people have worked with you in any way, you can gather those, like put together a survey so that people you've worked with, let's say these are the people who you haven't really worked with for a while, or they've been in multiple programs, and you know they have a pretty good picture of who you are, what your values are, what it's like to work with you, what overall results or experience they had. 
And there are questions, obviously, that you can ask them to get to that. But I find that these character witness style testimonials are great for new programs. They're great for programs that maybe have only gone through one round and you haven't really gotten your feedback system in place. And um, you can check out that over on the incubator page, actually, the launch incubator page, which I'll link below. That's something that we did a round of the program in January and then COVID hit um, during our last month. And I'm not going to lie, it really took, you know, it kind of took us off path. So, so for that, I actually created one, but like, I haven't heard from two of the people because of COVID, (laughs) you know, and because they're dealing with their children or, um, other people in their lives that they need to take care of. So I was like, oh gosh, okay, I need a couple more, you know, reviews here. People who know me really well, who've worked with me in various ways. Like we're talking one person who's on the page now, her name's Desiree. She's been through Fearless Launching, The Message Lab, and I believe we've had coaching sessions before. Same thing with Andrea, who's also on that page. So if you go over there, you'll see what I'm talking about. She's been through everything. I know her business in detail. She knows she's been working with me for since 2014, pretty much. Um, So use that character witness style when you don't have things for the exact offer. And make sure you actually put that. You'll see that there's like a little, I I think I need to like work on the copy right above these just so it's really clear. These are just past customers and clients. This is their experience working with me in other programs and this program, whatever, just so it's really clear. And then to that point, the last tip I want to say is keep it legal. If you're going to, and when you're reaching out for feedback, make it very clear. If there's one question that you're going to use for testimonials, for case studies, say this question is specifically for, is it okay for me to publish the, the feedback in question number seven or whatever? Make sure you are super clear on what information you're going to share and not share because you're not going to share it all. It is helpful to just get that feedback. And then, so these are the ones if you don't have a product or service yet. But I do want to encourage you to put more places in your business, in your, not just your products and services, which of course are great. Like you can collect some information when someone first signs up about where they are in their whole process of learning and why they joined. That is information that's really important. Then you can send out another mid program experience survey to say, hey, how are things going? What are you still struggling with? What are you hoping to learn during the next part of this? And then you can also send another one at the very end. The other thing that I want to recommend is after your webinars, after your launches, do some sort of post-webinar, post-launch survey. You could even, and I haven't done this yet even either, yet (laughs) you could even put something in your after your welcome sequence like hey how did you like the launch workbook or whatever the case is for you that's for me Um, but regardless get in the habit of asking people and in fact here are some other questions hey what did you implement hey what worked for you what would you like to learn more about 
what what are you still challenged with? So I'm not going to lie. It's hard to say, what did you absolutely hate in the program? Like, you don't want to do that. You want to make the actual, you know, testimonial questions or seeking feedback productive. So you could say, what elements would you like in the program moving forward? What could you use? What do you still need help with? Those are, those are ways to get at that question from a different angle. So someone's like, well, I didn't like your voice. And I didn't like the way you did this. And I wish we had calls every week. And can't you answer my questions personally? And can we have coaching sessions? Like, no one's actually saying that. But if you set people up for a productive answer, they will give you something that you can actually use to improve or use to improve your marketing in some way. Okay, that's it. That is it for today. So my challenge to you is to be proactive. Think of a group of your best past customers or clients or people you've helped, people you've helped in your life and your business and see if, especially during your business, like of course in your life you probably have helped lots of people, (laughs) I'm hoping, but think of people you've helped in the past as it relates to your business and see if they'd be willing to get on the phone with you or or answer a short survey to give you feedback, even if it's on an opt-in, even if it's on your lead magnet, even if it's on a webinar, whatever it is, start looking for places where you could be like, I wonder what people thought of that webinar. I wonder what people thought of that download. I wonder what people thought of my, you know, my product. Think about the things that you can and should be asking for feedback on. All right. Okay, that is it for today. I want to invite you to apply to the Launch Incubator. It is a six-month. I know I've been talking about it for the last few weeks, and I said it was a three-month, but we just decided to do a six-month because that's what y'all wanted. That's what people who I've been talking to wanted. was more of a longer term. And um, if you want to check those details out, make sure to go to the Launch Incubator page, and I'm going to link that. It's ansomorelove.com forward slash incubator. And then head over to iTunes rate and uh, leave a review for this podcast so that other amazing entrepreneurs like yourself can find this podcast and we can just build this community together. Also, I'm going to link you over to that Instagram post and I would love to hear how you, some, some unique ways that you go in search of feedback. Okay. And if you're not seeking feedback yet, I want to hear about what happens when you do. Okay, have a great rest of your week. I will talk to you soon. And that's it. Take care.